Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Uh, now, Sharkies Warriors, what's an incredible game of rugby league from the Sharkies? One of the most enjoyable things I've ever witnessed. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I'm not even a Sharky. Like, Broncos is my team. But to watch those boys go out there with a man down and then losing another man for 10 minutes <sighs> and achieve what they achieved, I was just riding the – I was riding the wave with them. You know what I mean? I was like – when they went in at halftime, I'm like, could they do it? Could they do it? When and they came together at the end of halftime, yeah. it, something just I was, looked different I, about I could it. feel yeah. – like, I don't know. I just felt like – because I was like, if there is one team in the competition with Dale Finucane and Cam McInnes in it, and Wade Graham as well, these are the kind of blokes that do something special like this. They're the kind of blokes that can get the boys around them and go, boys, we have an opportunity here. And I think Nico Hines even said after the game in the interview that it may have been Dale or Fitz, no, Fitzgibbon said, boys, we have an opportunity to do something great go out and play 40 minutes of footy and we can do something great. And they responded to that. 1 to 17, they were outstanding. 1 to 16 because one guy was gone for the whole time. 2 to 17. 2 to 17. Uh, what an absolutely incredible match. And I, I, put, I put it to you. I personally think that performance from Nico Hines is as good as any club performance by seven I've seen in a very, very long time. Yeah, I think um, it was league week. Used to do the old out of tens, and a ten was very rare. Fuck, I reckon that'd have to push a ten. All Mate, things considered, fucking eleven out of ten. Yeah, he was. Without him, they don't come close to winning that game. He had something like five or six repeat sets. It was outstanding. Like outstanding. I mean. You know, so we'll speak about Sharkies first and then we'll get to the Warriors, but... Just to give you some, like, context on Hines, and as we always say, it's not a direct thing, but, like, his team... He's a halfback, and his team played with one player down and two players down for part of it. Mate, he got the second-highest Supercoach score of the year so far. 132 mm-hmm. fantasy points. Yeah. And it's- he was playing <laughs> fullback and seven. Yeah. So he would defend at fullback, and then he would go up and play seven in the... Like, it was amazing. This is his stats. One try, two tries, 20 runs, 164 metres, five tackle breaks, two line break assists, 
five offloads, 15 tackles, zero misses, zero misses, a field goal, three one-on-one tackles, 482 kicking meters, and about five repeat sets. He also scored his try against 13. Fucking amazing. Like, just... Yeah. Mate. Yeah. It just... What an absolutely amazing performance that this sets them up for the rest of the year. They're, they're a threat. They're a threat this year. Now, I still maintain, do they have long enough to find that, you know, that premiership winning performance this year? Maybe not, but I tell you what, fuck, they're impressive. What do you think about this game, Timmy? The other thing off Nico, like just to add another notch to how good that performance was, was the fact that last week against Brisbane, just about everything he did went wrong. Mm. Just one of them nights. It was just nothing fell his way. Yeah. So, you know, he had every, every right to come into this game, a little bit down on confidence, new position in that, and then he comes in and does that against 11 and 12 blokes, whatever it was, or with 11, 12 blokes. Um, that's, like, it's easy. I don't think they can win the Premiership this year, more so because of just how good Penrith and Melbourne are. Like, mm. to get to that level is something else. But, you know, you go to 2016 when they won the competition, maybe they didn't have... I mean, Melbourne were, were red hot that season as well. And the Sharks weren't a flashy side. They were a grindy side that won a comp. And they didn't have to be relentless like a Penrith or a Storm outfit to win it. They've got the attacking upside to them there. They're a gritty side. The self-belief is obviously there. They're, the flexibility in their positioning, like um, how the utility value of so many guys in the teams, like Talakai, Connor Tracy, Teague Wilton, who had a shift there um, when the send-off happened. Like, they can deal with so many different in-game issues with ease and clearly in style. Um, they're bloody hard to knock, aren't they? Mate, it's just so, so impressive. What do you think, Guru? Yeah, and like you, you mentioned that, that 2016 side, like the big thing that year was that the guys they weren't paying much played unbelievably. Yeah. And mate, I, I look at their back line between Katoa, Ramey and Talakai. And then you throw in uh, Mulatala, Ikevalu. Mate, all these guys are getting paid unders. Mm. For what they're putting out, they're getting paid huge unders. Connor Tracy would be exactly the same. It just allows you, you know, to have the forward pack that they have. Mm. Yeah. Oh, um, man. It is just so impressive. Look at this knock from Cam Guinness. 159 metres. 69 post-contact, two tackle breaks, 39 tackles, zero misses. Crazy. Yeah, And, I mean, you got to remember as well that they were playing with 12 for the vast majority of that game. They were playing with 12 and then they were playing with 11 when they had to bring Wade, Graham and Andrew Fafita onto the field. Mate, both of them haven't played rugby league. Yeah. There's no match fitness in no. the two of them. And, and Fafita was great. He came yeah, on and made some big plays. Big plays. Like, he's the kind of guy that – the reason why he's so loved by the playing group – is when the boys are down, he fucking steps up and he want, he, he, he loves that challenge. He loves that challenge. If you were to just watch that game, just, you know, you know the angle they use when it's just focused on the play the ball, mm. and you said, guess which one of these two teams is missing a player? Yeah. There's not a hope in hell you would have picked the Sharks. Yeah. They were so quick through the ruck. They were just flying. Well, you know what they really did is they played very storm-like footy yep. where it was just, okay, we're a man down, so we're not going to be able to beat them out wide. Let's just be super quick. Don't worry about post-contact or anything like that. Just quick play the balls in their faces. And it's such a – if everyone's on board with that play style and you can execute it, it is so hard to defend. Um yeah, absolutely amazing performance by by. I thought Talakai was huge, 193 meters, 90 post contacts, seven tackle breaks, six tackles. Um, Jesse Raymond, aside from getting sent off, 
I think I think Katoa and Ramian have just been flying under the radar because of the bit, the crazy side of Mulatalu Talakai, mm. but I think Katoa and Ramian like they they're so fucking good they don't get the appreciation they deserve, especially a guy like well Ramian's arguably having career best form, and so is Katoa. Like the amount of times Katoa would bring it out in a crucial time, and they needed someone to break the game open, and Katoa did that. Uh, he was outstanding. Um, Matt Dale Fanukin was jo- the battle between Lodge and Fanukin. Was, I loved it because like what was good about that is like Lodge is you know in the peak of his career he's relatively young compared to Fanukin hasn't had his body bashed up as much and what I loved about that battle is okay Lodge might have won that early exchange but what you knew is Fanukin that motherfucker isn't stopping <laughs> and so you bet you want you want to finish that he's the kind of guy you better kill that motherfucker because he's going to come for eighty <laughs> minutes and guess who won toward, guess who won in the end. Fanukin won in the end because he's a fucking soldier. He's going to keep coming. And there was every reason why he should have lost that battle. Every reason. He's physically, like, his body has been through way more. He's way older. He's smaller. And yet, yet yes, he got ushed a couple of times. He just kept fucking turning up, kept turning up. And then by the end of it, he was a huge reason why they did what they did. Huge reason why they did what... I mean, his runs and his ability to continue to get back up after getting shot of the way he did exemplified what the Sharks were about that game was no matter what happens to us, we're fucking going to keep coming forward. Yeah, and we've been saying this the last few weeks. Like this, I think you mentioned last week, they had to play three games in 11 days, which is a very tough gig. And we said, you know, would this have happened if Dale was on the field? I think this shows that if he was playing the last three weeks, I think it would have been very different stories. Yeah, no, I agree. And I just think that... Any club that didn't have a crack at Dale Finucane when he was on the open market, you should be having meetings about that and going, oi, whoever made that decision, you, you, we need to fucking yeah, be better. We need that. to be better. Because you need to be realising what this guy brings. It's more than just the performance on the field. It's, it's the, the standards that he sets. The stand, like, yeah, absolutely incredible. Go down in, you know, the, the Sharkies history, anyone that was there, I'm sure, were just fucking buzzing, mm. buzzing. And what's great is like even just looking at the drone shot of the, the Sharkies ground, something special has happened in the Sharkies. Something special has happened Cronulla ways. Uh, and it's a, a place ripe for a, a powerhouse to be built. Financially, it looks like they're in a really good position as a club. They've got all that real estate around it. I, mean, I think we might be seeing the birth of the next challenger. Yeah, it's probably best for our northies that the game was a Sunday other. Oh. <laughs> good God. Good God. Um, yeah, so you know, I thought Connor Tracy was outstanding. I thought, uh, you know, 135 metres, four tackle breaks, two line breaks, two tries. When you're bringing in guys like that to replace a guy like Mulatalo and he's doing that, club's in a great spot. I mean, what, what an incredible performance. Incredible. What do you, um, what do, you do? Like, I'm assuming, assuming that Will Kennedy's going to miss some footy. Do you move Moiser there? Do you play Connor Tracy there? What, what, what do you do at the fullback jersey, do you reckon? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, Fuck. Could bring Trindle straight in, obviously. You could play Wade at 5'8 if you wanted to. There's a few options. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one because Ramian's going to go as well. Mm, so yeah, you've true. got two suspensions. I think you probably put Connor in the centres. Um, maybe Nico back. Oh, I'd be very hesitant to yeah. so Nico. Hard. But, like, look what he did yesterday. Do yeah. you play like that? Do you, do you, play, do you play him at fullback in defence and then get him to play seven in attack? And then you pick mm-hmm. a six that is just a fucking great defender. I, I just a seven or a seven that's a great defender, whoever. But you just go, mate. You're fullback you in defence. Play Wade there. Just yes. Him, so you play Moylan at seven, Wade <laughs> at six, Nico at, at fullback. But in attack, he's a seven. Maybe I don't know. I, I personally wouldn't 
weak in a strength and I'd keep the halves and I'd just throw someone <laughs> straight in like for like at fullback, whether that's... But you've got centre and, and a fullback that are gone. That's true. But I, I don't know. I just, wouldn't, I just wouldn't fuck with those Who halves. Who would you put there then? I'd put... Maybe Met, oh, Metcalf, maybe at fullback. Is he still there? Could be. Yeah, he's yeah. still there. Could there be is Metcalf. also that union player, and there's yeah, also yeah, another yeah. young gun that's killing it in at fullback in Kate reserve Dykes. grade. Kate yeah, Dykes. Mm. So yeah. maybe we see his Dykes. debut. They've got they've got a bit of depth. We just named like fourteen blokes. Yeah, okay. Played. So keep yeah. If you have got that options, then keep Nico at, at seven because he is just outstanding. Um, Tig Wilton, shout out to him. Yeah. I thought he was a beast on the edge there. Got through a ton of work. Obviously scored one uh, important try. That outline that he did was just fantastic. Braley was outstanding as well. I, I just think I think Blake Braley is just going to a whole new level this year. Like he's really his service is so crisp. It's so crisp. Um, so yeah, look, Sharkies fans enjoy that. That was incredible. I think as well, uh, Toby Rudolph on this side. Yeah. Big bit of gear, but he's also, you know, you've got all these serious heads in there, yeah. and he just brings a bit of a wild card to it. Yeah, he was uh, great too. He was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a perfect mix for him. Just per- that, yeah, yeah, you, you need, need that locker that. room. Sort Otherwise, of, yeah. it's too serious and you're not going to enjoy your footy. Um, so Sharky's fans enjoy it. And I tell you what, Sharky's a fucking – something special is happening out the Sharky's. Craig Fitzgibbon, what he is – like the Sharks, for the, like, since they're 2016 or 17, there is no way a Sharks is that gritty. Like we have, haven't seen a Sharks that gritty. They had one of the worst defences in the comp last year. Yep. This year, they put on one of the best defensive performances we've seen in a very long time. Fitzgibbon deserves all the raps in the world. What a coach. What an incredible coach. Now, on to the Warriors. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, man. You get beaten by 70. Then you get that one-point win against the Raiders where you're very lucky to get it. It was one point. Yeah, one point. Very concerning. Very concerning. It's like they were stuck in quicksand yesterday, wasn't it? They just, like, you could just, every force, I bet you could see them all looking at each other just going, the fuck is happening? Yeah. I just, just cons- <clears throat> I'm just concerned that, I think they need to recruit a few outside backs. I just think that they make a bit too many errors or maybe they just need to give the outside backs a, a lot of inexperience. Out yeah, a lot backs, of inexperience. Yeah. And They're I, all really talented young guys. But to put them all in at one time, yep. maybe a little bit too much. Uh, yeah, look. There's, there's no way to sugarcoat it. This was an extremely disappointing uh, performance by the Warriors. Yeah, I think uh, SJ will be very disappointed. He started um, so well, though. He did start well, yeah. I mean, when he took that first run, I sort of thought, yep. fuck, he he's on here, yeah. The Warriors have, have arrived, but um, yeah. And it's it's the sort of game that the new, the new Sean Johnson we've got to know over the last four or five years, I thought he was going to dominate in. Mate, it was SJ for me that really disappointed me because – his game management and his experience has become so good in recent years that mm. I'm like, all right, pretty inexperienced lineup around him, particularly the back line. SJ switched on enough that he'll go, we don't need to overcomplicate things. Let's punch through the middle, punch through the middle, tire him out, the back end of the game, these overlaps will just be, we'll be walking through them sort of thing. And they were just spreading early and they, 
SJ just didn't get him around the park well. I thought he would have been the level head to calm them down in this one, and he, and he wasn't. Um, I think it's a, a bit of a blotch on his radar. I think he'll be fine, but oh, I thought he was better than that. And, and it's also harsh to put it just on him because there was a bloody ordinary performance. But to see the Sharks having like two, three-man overlaps at times when there was 12 blokes in the Sharks' side for that entire game, just about. I don't know how the hell it happened. Yeah. Like it's Me and Maddie were talking off air a little bit and saying, I reckon that that loss was well worse than getting 70 put on them by the Storm last mm. week, because or the week before. Because the Storm put 50 on most teams. Yeah. But that was just bloody disappointing. Well, what about that play where they went out to the right and DWZ, you could tell there was nothing on. He just had to take the tackle and he sort of reached around someone and tried oh. to float it up yeah. and then... Uh, who was there to dive on the ball? Andrew Fafita. Yeah. Like, I, in that moment there, I just sort of went, oh, fuck. Even, even that last try that the Sharks scored, like, I know he got hit in the throat, that guy, but it's like, uh, hold on to the tackle. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, maybe he's got a serious injury, and if he does, then I apologise. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it, uh, was it, it was Valia? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and look, if he's got a serious injury that he's going to be out for, a, you know, whatever weeks, then... I apologise, but if it's not serious and it was just a bit like pain, you just got to be, you just got to hold on to the ball like For just two seconds, two seconds, yeah. just long enough to do. It. And I just thought that was a really good, I don't know, yeah. So look, disappointing. I don't know where to put the Warriors. I don't know. There was a period there where I was going fucking oath, like they've won three in a row. They nearly, if they had got a few calls against the Roosters, it's four in a row. But after seeing those two performances. That's just concerning. Just this concerning. This is one of those games that Warriors, until two years ago, for about the six years leading up to that, I'd be like, oh, this is the sort of shit that happens to the Warriors. Mm. And then all of a sudden, the last two years, they've been super resilient. They've yeah. been super tough in games. They've hung in contests. This is just something that I didn't expect to happen to these modern-day Warriors. Yeah. I feel like the club had sort of moved out of that period where just, I don't know how to describe it, seemingly weird shit just happens to them. Yeah. And they crumble. Torhu uh, Harris could not come back. Oh, yeah. What they would have given for his experience and level head in that, you know, it's only a back row. He's not calling the shots as such, but geez, they could have used him. So he should be back this week with a bit of luck. Uh, and strength-wise, back row is quite a strong spot for the Warriors. But, God, he'll bring a lot to him come back. You know, well, he's the like, closest thing to Dale Fanukan they've got. Yeah, very much yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So hopefully the boys bounce back. Uh, you know, because they need to, uh, you know, they've shown that they can put wins together. So hopefully they bounce back next week. Uh, Magic round's a huge round. Uh, yeah, just a, it's one of those games, man. One of those games that they'll look back on and go, what happened there? Like, what happened there? I think Nathan Brown, he'll be filthy, filthy. Um, but yeah, that's Do you it. watch the tape or not? I, probably not. There's no, not, not really much to What do you gain from there? it? It was just like a just just one of the more disappointing performances that the Warriors yeah. have put on, unfortunately. I, I think they have to because if it happens again, they need to be able to go, where did we go wrong? Yeah. And what are we going to fix next time a bloke gets sent off and we've got an extra man mm. the whole game? You yeah. have to learn from well, it. What about when you and Aiken came off and he got ruled off for his HIA and did you hear the commentators yeah. mention that they chipped the club off, that they can actually bring on their... Emergency mm. sub They hadn't realised Apparently like, <laughs> yeah. It was just oh, no. a shambles Of an afternoon <laughs> It's a tough night It's just one of those things Where ev- anything that could go wrong yeah. Went wrong um, So yeah Look To be fair Look I thought Matt Lodge Actually you know Did play really well mm. um, I thought he was Probably their best player um, 
you know, he ran for 144 metres, 23 tackles, 50 post contact. I thought I liked his attitude. I liked him trying to shot a guy like Dale Finucan. Uh Yeah, outside of that, though, I, there wasn't really much to uh, celebrate. Wouldn't want to be playing Lodge and AFB next week. No, no. They're coming out swinging. Um, so, yeah, unfortunate for the Warriors. Hopefully they can bounce back because, look, the positive is, is that, like, where are they sitting right now? They're still 10th. They're still 10th. So there's, the season's not over. You, let's not – don't hit the panic stations and the season's over and rah, rah. Like, they're still 10th. And that's all due to their good work four or five weeks ago. Yeah. And so if they can just, sh- you know, shore the ship, what have they got? They've got South next week who, you know, have been up and down, and then St. George. If they can win these next two games, then – Boom, it's all good. Are they far away from getting home? It must be coming up now. I think it's soon. July, I think it is. Something those yeah, but okay. anyway, look, they're still sitting 10th, which is they can fight They can fight through this. They've just got to find a way to get that confidence back. Um, and look, maybe it was more Sharky's greatness rather than Warriors um, struggling, but uh, they're sitting 10th. They get a couple wins. Who knows? They could be sitting in the eight in a couple of weeks, and we're all sitting here going... Just a bad memory. We're yeah. sitting in the eight. They're all good. They're not going to lose anyone during the origin period. Yep. Realistically. They literally, yeah. they win these next two games and Broncos lose one of the games. They could be sitting in the eight. Yep. So it's not the end of the world. You know, it's not the end of the season. They're, they've put themselves in a position by getting those early wins to have one or two performances that aren't great and then bounce back. And hopefully they can. Uh, that is us for the week, guys. Uh, make sure to follow SC Playbook 1 on Instagram and Facebook, Rugby League Guru on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe to SC Playbook 1's podcast and Rugby League Guru's podcast on all good podcasting apps. Uh, jerseys for sale, 6 p.m. tonight. Be there or be square. They will sell out quickly, I think. Uh, and as usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. Up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.